It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. So Angie, an agent in uh, Massachusetts put out a prediction of five real estate trends to watch for in 2019. Now, most of these did focus on the millennial perspective, but I think we can analyze these trends from kind of multiple different angles here, uh, multiple generations. I don't think it has to really be that specific to millennials. And I'm just curious if you think these predictions hit the mark or uh, maybe you have other opinions about them. This agent said rising interest rates is going to equal different buyer strategies. What does that mean from that perspective? Why would you need different strategies as interest rates rise? Sure thing. Um, So as interest rates rise, that's going to change up your affordability. For example, if you are thinking about purchasing a $200,000 home, just a 1% interest rate will now allow you to purchase a $180,000 home. So that's $20,000 difference, yes, with, you know, your affordability. So, you know, different as far as your strategy goes will be how much home you're able to now afford with interest rates on the rise. What about sellers? What do they take out of the equation that interest rates might be rising? Because we focus a lot on the buy side there. Yeah, for sure. Well, you need to remember as interest rates rise, more than likely our buyer count will be lessened. So there'll be less buyers in the market because they will begin to freak out. Or maybe you know they don't have the means now to purchase a home. So that will mean homes will start to sit on the market longer, right? Because if you have less buyers in the market, it's supply and demand, you now will have more sellers affected by that because their homes will sit still and days on the market will increase. As days in the market increase, typically the values start to depreciate just a tad bit. So we will start to trend into more of a buyer's market. And right now we are still in a very strong seller's market. But as we go into the buyer's market, you're not going to see that appreciation that you've seen, you know, in 2018, 2017. So that's going to start, I would say, just maxing out and really just becoming more plateaued. Hmm, interesting. All right. So that is a trend we do think is for real for 2019. Oh, 100%. Yes, agree. Another one that was pointed out in this article was that baby boomers, this one was generational, baby boomers will compete more with millennials. And the idea was that uh, as millennial buying power is increasing, we're getting older and uh, usually moving into higher income, you know, earning positions. We're now looking for the same or similar valued homes as baby boomers. And so the two generations kind of compete there. You're 100% correct there. And so that means, again, supply and demand in regards to, you know, the homes, I would say, so the homes now, like in the Raleigh area, anything even below like a 350 mark Mm -hmm. is super competitive, right? Because now millennials can afford a little bit more than what they could in the past when they were at a younger age. Well, that is more than likely probably the same price point that the baby boomers are leaning towards because more than likely they're now looking to downsize. So probably trying to get rid of the, you know, large mortgage payments and just trying to become minimalistic. You know, I would say it's very important when it comes to the different generations, though, I would suggest for sellers to really, you know, not cater 
towards one generation versus another. I would make sure that, you know, you really just stage the home and present the home where it's of the liking of everyone. So try to more stay current with just what's being built now, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as like our color choices, our staging versus really just gearing towards more of a baby boomer home or more of a millennial home. How do you as an agent kind of balance that, you know, not trying, you know, there's the saying, if you try to be all things to all people, you know, that's not the route that you want to take. But at the same time, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into trying to just market to one particular group. So is that a case by case basis for you? Or do you always try to keep it as sort of vanilla or appealing across the board to everyone? Or are there cases where you'll say, let's really market this home to a particular generation? I, you know, no, our team, we would actually say, let's kind of keep it across the board the same, you know, use the term vanilla, not necessarily vanilla, but let's not go with just fads or just, you know, what's cool and trendy so Mm -hmm. much. You have to be careful with running with, you know, those trendy styles that only appeal to maybe a certain person or certain generation. You're just getting too specific. And then you're really just dying down on that buyer pool of Mm -hmm. who might be interested in your home. So, you know, keep up with the current trends as far as, okay, what are we putting in new built homes? You know, what are most people doing right now? Which will probably be more of your whites, your grays, your granites, Mm -hmm. your stainless steel. But let's not get too, too trendy and the fads where we get too much of like glass work. Mm-hmm. You know, just be careful leaning one way too much because, yes, you might eliminate who's interested in your home. That's a great point. Uh, totally off subject maybe here, for, it was just from a marketing standpoint. Did you see the story of the, uh, it was an agent in, well, I don't I don't want to say where it was because I don't remember, but uh, maybe it was in the out west somewhere. Kind of makes sense here when I tell the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were having trouble selling a home, and so they hired some models to come, and basically they did their listing photos with two models in the pictures, and you can guess they were like scantily clad models, (gasps) and then put that on the MLS listing, and the home generated tons and tons of Oh, I bet it did. But it also generated tons and tons of complaints. Probably unwanted uh, traffic as well. You know, no, I have seen- Unconventional marketing. I've seen, I mean, that's (laughs) taken to a whole nother level. I've seen- um, some pictures before where they had this huge, like a, a bear from like the state fair, the big stuffed animal oh, bear. Uh-huh. And in every single room, the bear was doing something. I've seen those blow up dinosaurs. And, and you're just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. Like trying to think outside of the box, but uh, yeah. you know, in, in our listing photos, we just focus on the home. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let the home be the star of the yes. show, right? Not the uh, scantily clad models in the yeah. background. Yeah. Woo. Goodness. Uh, that was pretty funny. So anyway, that's not a tactic that a co-realty uses. No, 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 no. We're, we're, you know, love the models, but uh, not in our homes. Not for sale. That's right. That's right. (laughs) All right. There was also uh, pointed out in this article, sweat equity is okay these days. And it's maybe a bit surprising that, you know, us millennials are willing to actually put in a little bit of work to make homes, you know, exactly what we want them. And I went through this transition Uh with our new home. So I kind of really identify with this. We bought a fixer upper and have uh, enjoyed that process. And it's come with its learning lessons and challenges, but we fall right into this category of yeah. from first home to now second home, we kind of were like, well, we're okay tackling some projects. Sure. You know, at first, whenever we, we shifted into a super strong seller's market, I felt like a lot of buyers were still being very nitpicky. You know, they just thought that time was on their side. They thought that they had 20 options to choose from. But then I feel like a lot of buyers got on board and realized that, you know what, 
what we want and in the budget that we want to stay within maybe doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need to be a little bit more open-minded to put it in that sweat equity to make this home what we want it in order to long-term get what we want. So, yeah. you know, that immediate satisfaction of, oh, the perfect home, it didn't exist as yeah. much anymore just because as prices were on the rise, you know, they weren't affordable anymore. And so many buyers had it to be open-minded and really, uh, you know, be willing to put in, you know, some sweat in order to get in the long run the home that they wanted. From the seller's side, I would imagine that, uh, you know, this is actually a good thing for them because didn't sellers feel over the last couple of years a lot of pressure to have the updated home and, you know, you couldn't have anything that, you know, needed to be fixed and everything needed to be really pristine. Now, is there a little less pressure and maybe they might experience some savings and saying, well, we don't need to put in yeah. the new flooring or eh, the countertops are okay. Yeah. They can put in the granite if they want it. We don't have to do that to get it sold now. I think you hit the, um, you know, nail on the head right there when you mentioned about like countertops. For example, mm-hmm. I, I felt like just, or I, I saw in the past where you must add granite you know no buyers will even want your home unless you put granite into it and that was so true but you know this day and age a lot of sellers can get by with being very minimalistic as far as the upgrades that they put into their home Mm -hmm. in order to get it market ready now you still want your home move-in ready and you know show ready it needs to still show great and you want a buyer to feel like they can move in and live there immediately but a lot of buyers are more open to you know what we can move into this home and we can slowly do the updates as needed or as we prefer. Speaking of selling, if somebody's thinking about doing that here in the near future, Angie, what's a good first step for them to take? Uh, What are some good first couple of things for them to be thinking about to begin that process? Sure. Um, You know, most sellers, the most important thing to them is what can they sell their home for? Bottom line. The bottom (laughs) line. And, you know, remember too, when it comes to selling your home is sales price is important, but you truly need to know what you're netting as well, um, which in order to really understand that, you need to meet with us for a listing presentation so we can actually share comparables, you know, give you our idea of what we could sell your home for, but also what you would truly net. A net proceeds sheet is very important because you don't want any surprises when it's time for the closing, right? Yeah. Um, but to get started and to just understand what you could sell, potentially sell your home for in today's market, what you can do is you can text us. So you can text us to 555-888 and just text the word listing. So once again, text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. And from there, we will send you a text. Make sure to click that link and input your address. And from there, we can give you an idea of what you could sell your home for in today's market. All you have to do is send that text and you can find out that potential sales value of your home. Just text the word listing to 555-888. That's the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888. We'll text you right back with a link and just follow the instructions from there. It takes about 20 to 30 seconds to do this, so not long at all. And you can find out that potential home value. Uh, All you have to do is text the word listing to 555-888. Much more coming up on today's program. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. We're talking about some of these 2019 trends. We've got more of your questions to answer as well on the docket for today. So stay right there. More to come on the Savvy Realtor.
Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. Time to learn about another nook and cranny of the Triangle. This is the Neighborhood Spotlight with Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, helping you learn about all the buying and selling tips when it comes to getting a home here in the Triangle or selling that home here in the area. And uh, this portion of the show, we introduce you to maybe new neighborhoods that you haven't driven through in the Triangle before and tell you all the cool details about living in that area. Angie, where are we going this week? So we are going to Cary, and the neighborhood is called Blakely. Okay. So the neighborhood's called Blakely. This neighborhood is built specifically by Cal Atlantic Homes. They actually started building in 2017, so a brand new neighborhood. The price point is from the 370s up to the 500s. These are attached townhomes with two-car garages, but they live like a single-family home. The neat thing about this home, it is an active adult community. So that means that at least one of the residents must be 55 plus. So that's great for those individuals that are looking to be in the same vicinity of Mm -hmm. others of maybe like-minded. And so it is an active adult community, 55 plus. Uh, They all have master bedrooms on the main floor and just the conveniences. And also, of course, you know, with the clubhouse, they will definitely have all of those functions just to keep everyone as far as neighborly and a lot of events and just to keep mm-hmm. you active. Blakely neighborhood is just a quick walk to the new Cary YMCA, which is wonderful as well. Very cool. It's in a great spot. That area of Cary is awesome right there oh, off of uh, booming. 55 and everything's just blowing up right around there. But, you know, they've, you've got the expressway and, you know, that can handle that traffic. And, For sure. Uh, we used to love going down to Parktown when we lived closer to that area, Parkside Town Commons, you know, the great movie theater there and uh-huh. lots to do. So Yeah. And to me, I mean, the the great thing about this is you have, you know, the low maintenance, of course. And yeah. I think that's what most of us look for as we get a little bit older in life is, you know, you still you have your privacy, but you have less maintenance. But, you know, if you want to, like I mentioned, do those activities with your neighbors, you have that enjoyment as well. Yep. Neat place and uh, great location. Uh, and you, like you said, they live like single family homes. Inside. Oh, they do. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. If you want more information about uh, living in Blakely and Cary and about that neighborhood and some of the options that you have there, uh, you can give Angie Cole and her team a call or a text 919-538-6477. Start a conversation about buying or selling your home in the Triangle. 919-538-6477 is that number. Or go online to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E realty.com to find out more information. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. There's more on the way on today's show. Stay right there. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Well, Angie, it's time to open up the mailbag and get some questions from listeners here in the area. And our first stop is going to be with Travis in Raleigh. If you'd like to submit questions to maybe be featured on the show, you can do that on acolerealty.com. Travis says, I've developed a disability that will bound me to a wheelchair for the rest of my life, unfortunately. My current home isn't suited for someone who is disabled, but how do you go about searching for a home that is handicap friendly? Travis, that's actually very easy for us. So in our MLS database, there is actually a feature or a drop down where we can put in that the home is handicap accessible. So I know that that is a must for you, and we can definitely take care of that by doing a home search specific for your needs, just Mm -hmm. to make sure sure, you know, there is access to get into the home easily, the doors have been widened, you know, just different tweaks and features to a home to make sure that the home is conducive to your situation. 
So that's pretty cool. I guess it's just on the responsibility of the agent, the listing agent, to make sure sure that they're checking that box so that buyers can be aware of those searches. Yeah, um, you know, because as an actual home buyer, if you're just searching online, there is no way for you to go through the listings in like Zillow or Realtor.com and tweak the search so it's specific to handicap accessibility. Interesting. But through our MLS database, of course, we do have that feature so we can narrow down your search very easily for you to make sure we're only sending you those, you know, type of homes. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 